What's up, everybody? Joel here, and you are listening to this week's episode of the Empower Good Podcast Audio Blog. Hey, everyone. Joel here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Super excited about this week's episode of the Empower Good Podcast. We're switching it up. We're doing another audio vlog instead of a regular programmed interview, but it's going to be awesome because what I'm going to be playing for you is the recording from a recent podcast that I did on a good friend of mine's show. Episode number 10 on the Empower Good Podcast was with a good friend of mine named Tom Liu from the Sound Matters Podcast. Uh, We connected via Instagram. Uh, We talked, we chatted, we felt like we had similar passions. He was on my podcast. Scroll back, go back to episode number 10 with Tom Liu, and uh, it was awesome. We talked about self-care and the evolution of media. Uh, But what's really cool about today's show for you, um, he aired an interview with me on his show a while back, but I wanted to share that with you. So today's episode is an interview of uh, me sharing my journey with Empower Good and how it started. So for some of you who have jumped in in the middle of the journey and weren't there at the beginning, this will be great for you because you can get a little taste, hear the story, how I started, uh, some strategies that I took along the way to grow Empower Good to what it is now, and uh, some of the reasons why I do this. For example, how why I wanted to why I wanted to do it in the first place was to help nonprofits get ahead of the game when it comes to digital and social media. Um, wanted to change the world, and I get into the nitty gritty of that. It's quite inspiring because uh, Tom Lou is a great interviewer, and he asked really good questions. He even put me on the spot. At the end, and I was stumped, like I did not even have an answer for that question. So, so without further ado, here is Tom Lou's Sound Matters podcast. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Joel here from the Empower Good podcast. I am thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly stoked to be on Sound Matters with Tom Lou. Stay tuned because it's about to go down. You're listening to Sound Matters with Tom Liu. Visit us online at soundmatters.tv. Joel Moutre, thanks for joining me on the show here. I came across you because you were on another webcast with a guy that I've been on his show, Ryan Block, on the Open Heart Collective. I was just a guest on there as well recently. And I like what you're doing. I like what you have to say. I know you're um, earlier on in your podcast, Empower Good Podcast. But what I have listened to and what (laughs) I've seen, I really like it. I'm all about people in the simplest sense, people who are doing good things and attempting to promote others who do good things. Because it's my position that The world is dark, nothing new to any of us. I feel like my mission is to add some light into a dark world by highlighting things like what you're doing with Empower Good, you as a person, your endeavors, and others that way. So that's what Sound Matters is about. That's what Talk Shift is about. So welcome to the show, Joel. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, and I'm excited because uh, what you just said right there could literally be put down as my mission statement. So Very good. <laughs> hey, hey, feel free. Uh, feel free. Just throw some love back my way. No problem at all. So one thing I wanted to start with, Joel, Empower Good. It's Empower underscore Good. I think that's where you're at out on Instagram, which is where I've been connected with you. And I know your website. I'll just throw it out right at the top here. We'll hit on it at the end as well. I'm all about promotion. you got to let people know where to find us. we got to make it easy. Empowergood.org. 
and then out on Facebook.com and Power Good Podcast. So first thing I want to talk to you about and ask you about, I thought a great idea that you had, a very first episode of your podcast, I think you titled it Episode 000, and it's you talking about you and about what the podcast is and was going to be and is going to be and the kind of the setup and the layout. Talk about that idea just as a starting point. Why did you decide to do that? Uh, you know, that's a really good observation. I, I think it's cool that you uh, you picked up on that. You know, I, I can't give any credit to myself. I remember uh, starting out back in uh, June or July thinking and, and pondering what I should do. And I remember uh, listening to several podcasts. Uh, there was a podcast by Russell Brunson. He's a great online marketer with ClickFunnels, a great guy, yep. as well as Gary Vaynerchuk, as well as JLD from the uh, Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast. And so I was just gording myself on information, learning, learning, learning. As I started to learn, I started to have ideas, and then I started executing on those ideas. And I actually uh, took JLD, or John Lee Dumas's uh, free podcasting email sequence course, that, of course, leads up to then you becoming a member of his uh, Podcasters Paradise community. And uh, I was a member of that community for a while. I had to I had to leave. But one thing that I picked up from that course was the importance of doing a episode 000. And I thought that was a really good idea just to kind of lay the groundwork because, it, you know, I guess it all depends on what kind of podcast you're doing, what kind of uh, show you're doing, because like this right here, this is a interview based. And that's the same thing that uh, Empower Good is all about. We do an interview based because I want to pick the brains. I want to learn. I want to learn how to communicate on digital media from those who are doing it, who also have a mission. But the thing is, though, at least for myself, and I'm sure you as well, we also have things to share. I just wanted to at least be able to cast the vision. Because when you do an interview-based podcast, you don't get to share as much. You're more hosting and, and facilitating the conversation. And so at least for one episode, you could direct somebody down to episode 000, cast the vision, share a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself, give expectations for the show, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I recommend, just like JLD told me, even even somebody who done a podcast for maybe like a year or two or three, and they've never done a, a 000, there's nothing wrong with doing one uh, and just kind of having a little interlude there with uh, just to recast vision. I, you know, I actually thinking about it right now, maybe down the road, as you communicate, as you mentioned to, to me just a second ago, things kind of change a little bit. They kind of evolve as you communicate, as you get to know people, you know, you start with one niche and then you start realizing this is what the audience needs and this is what I want to communicate about. And so I can imagine myself down the road doing another 000 equivalent where I recast vision, where it's just me talking, et cetera, and kind of just giving my take an update or, or you know, something like that to help guide the vision of the podcast. It's a great idea. And I appreciate you sharing that, whether people are listening or watching our podcasters or not, it's, it's a good idea to do that. You said a key thing there, um, which is one of the reasons why, you know, I've got a couple of different platforms, the Sound Matters radio show and then the Talk Shift show, which is a little bit less of interview, more interactive, because like you said, you've got things to share. You've got perspectives, viewpoints, insights, things like that along with your guests and to get them both in there to have it be the most value rich content out there show whatever is a good thing and i took your cue on that and i've never done an episode zero 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 so tomorrow uh, a little bit partially inspired by this i'm going to be doing that very thing and talking about the first 50 episodes of the show what's changed what's coming up what i've learned best moments challenging moments because there have been some 
That's that's so awesome. I mean, first of all, it's inspiring the fact that you I mean, I just thought it was like a basic like this is what we should do or whatever. But, you know, the fact that you're doing it after episode 50, that actually kind of gives me an idea because my mind is always because I'm in the learning process right now. And so my mind is just spinning right now. Like, man, maybe that should be the new standard. Like every so many episodes, you should jump in there and do some kind of recap and kind of like the, uh, the, the host, the host's take. Actually, JLD does that. Him and Kate, I don't know if they're married or, or girlfriend or whatnot, but anyways, they, they're business partners and they're always together. She has an episode that comes out, it's called Kate's Take. And then also he does a uh, financial summary episode every month from his business just to kind of you know be vulnerable and open with that and transparent to show that it's possible to make money online. So, wow, actually, just you asking that question gave me that idea and the fact that you're going to do it, I'm going to do it too. There we go. See, hey, it's all about sharing good stuff. You know, I think this is, I love how this works. You know, you, you said it in, I listened to one of your other podcast episodes, uh, one of the ones that you've done recently with Justin uh, Koo. Yeah, it was a great episode. And, uh, you know, just talking about technology and all that and using it. And we live in this unique time where we can do things like this right here. I'm looking at you. Uh, we're doing webcams. We're on audio. We're recording this stuff. We're going to put it out there on social media after the fact and get eyeballs and earbuds on this stuff, which is great. So let's transition in. Empower Good. You're earlier on, I think, what do you got about 10 episodes or so or approaching that at this point? It's still young. No, it's still young. I'm actually thinking, I'm, I was just talking to my buddy the other day, my my uh, partner, and I was like, man, I can't believe we're like literally going to be launching episode six. There you go. <laughs> so, I mean, there it's not as, not as long as 10, but even that is just huge. I mean, I'm like, I remember when I was first, it was just an idea back uh, seven months ago. Yeah. And uh, it's just so exciting. And the response so far has been awesome. And the metrics, I'm humbled by it. Um, There's still a lot of room for growth, though. I'm talking to you right now because um, I came across you, again, technology, the internet, even just a cursory review of what I saw you doing. I thought, this is cool. And it's it's in my wheelhouse with what I do. So I said, hey, let's have Joel on as a guest. So why'd you start this podcast, Joel? What's your mission? What are you hoping to accomplish with it? I know, and like you said, it's probably going to evolve. In fact, if I can give you anything from my foray into this at this point, it will change and that's okay. Give us the overview. You know, it's funny, it actually has changed so much. Empower Goods started off, the original idea, just me and my friends talking, was I wanted to inspire people to do good things, which it still is. Uh, but it was more of like, I wanted empowergood.org to be like a, a place for people to learn how to start nonprofits, like service opportunities around the world, donations, like a vetting process, like the world's, if you want to donate money to causes, like go to empowergood.org. And if they're on the website, they've been approved as a good quality nonprofit to donate to and to serve. Right. That was kind of like the original idea, but then it started, like it literally started morphing. And I realized, then it went into the topic of influence and how we need to be intentional about growing our personal influence, you know, interpersonal as well as through the internet online. But now it's really, really niched down to there's never been a better time to communicate good things. I mean, it's never been a better time to communicate anything. But, you know, as you and I are talking about, we believe in promoting good things, bring some light into this dark world. And so and of course, I mean, if people are inspired to, you know, help the grandmother across the street with the grocery bags, that's awesome. But the purpose uh, of Empower Good for the public is I want you to take your talents public. I want you to use your talents. I want you to recognize that everyone has a mission. Everyone has a message. And back in the day, man, you would have to be an author, a radio host, a TV personality, an actor, whatever. And that was literally less than 1% of the population to be able to get a message beyond your friends, family, and community. Now, everyone, everyone that has an internet connection can start doing that. And so that's really the message. There's never been a better time to communicate good ideas. Please, somebody say something. Uh, that's kind of like the the message right there that that I do. Now, 
let me give you the inside scoop because that what I just said earlier was more of uh, the the face, which is that's the message that I want to communicate. But for me personally, um, I actually you know grew up in a faith based uh, family, faith based community. Um, you know, a lot of my friends, my family, and a lot of the organizations that I was around were Christian based. I noticed over the years that a lot of times nonprofits, or in my case, you know, ministries or whatever. They are always the underdog when it comes to technology. The best websites, the best marketing, the best flyers, the best graphic design, the best communication, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so I set out on a mission. I just felt burdened. I was like, hey, I'm tired of seeing the people with the good stuff not be able to communicate properly on the internet, et cetera. And, and many times they don't realize how, how the technology has shifted. They're, oh, maybe we should start doing social media. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> that that was like nine years ago we started doing that, you know? And right. so I want to become a practitioner. I want to learn for myself. But eventually I want Empower Good to be an organization that, that literally empowers individuals and organizations that have good things to do. Like I have a doctor friend who is actually on the episode. He's like, what? I didn't know about some of this stuff. Let's talk. I have a, a other person that I've been talking to. They do an orphanage. And they're doing great, but their Instagram is, I mean, there's just simple things that I want to learn. And uh, so that's kind of like the backstory. It's not an experiment, but it's a vehicle in which I'm going to learn for myself how to communicate as well. By the way, I love communicating. I love helping people learn and get it. And so it worked out really well. You mentioned uh, in one of the podcasts of yours that I listened to recently, you said you're happiest when you're sharing what you know or what you've learned. You also mentioned being an extrovert. Talk about that for a minute. What is it about sharing what you know with others that makes you happy and motivates you to go to all this trouble, Joel? And, And again, I say trouble in quotes to put together a podcast, to do all the work that it requires, because it's, it's a ton of work, as you know. Why does that drive you, and um, what, why does that make you happy? And you mentioned it briefly, but the bigger picture, the end game of all this is what for you? You know, I've, I've looked back on my years of experience working with young people, working in nonprofit work, uh, doing a lot of speaking, recruiting, uh, mentorship, uh, sales. I've done so many years of sales, like seven, like door-to-door sales. So I've had a lot of face time with people. And I look back and I thought to myself about a year ago and I said, what was my favorite part of my last years of experience in working with people? And, I, and, I, and it was the epiphany. It literally, I had an epiphany, but it was, the answer was the epiphany. I thrive. I'm the happiest on this planet. The the happiest times I can think of, the most satisfying, most fulfilling is number one, when I learn things, when I become self-aware, when I read, when I learn and I self-educate and I, and I get it. When I realize more of my mission, more of my calling, more of how I can contribute. And then number two, when I can help other people get it. I have this uh, young guy, his name is Isaac. He started off as me being his mentor, but now we're just good friends. And uh, he's about nine years younger than me. And I was talking to him and he, he just he just laps up everything that I share. He loves it. Like he gets it. And he, even though he's like almost a decade younger than I am, he just eats it up. And I was thinking, I was telling him, I was like, hey, man, the purpose of Empower Good, the, the, my life mission is that if I can get, I'm 28 right now and he's uh, 19. And I said, hey, I want to transfer information to you. I want to share information with you so that by the time you're my age, you would be a better version of me than when I was 28. And that's kind of like the whole idea with empowerment and mentorship. I just love the idea of communicating ideas and helping other people get it because that's how we can improve society. That's going to improve other people. And by the way, when we just build, 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 and we, we self-educate and grow and do business school and learn and all this kind of thing for our personal gain, yes, there's temporal blessings and, and satisfactions and happiness. 
But the true long lasting happiness, satisfaction and joy comes from actually helping other people. And that's why I actually coined one of my hashtags on Empower Good is selfless improvement. It's not just self-improvement, it's selfless improvement. And that kind of brings me back to a quote that kind of helped start Empower Good. It says like this, our first duty to God and man is self-development. In other words, we have an obligation to those around us. You know, if we have something good that other people can need, we have a like a social obligation to share that with those around us because that's just the way the, the, the system's set up. That's the way society is set up. We have to share, and if we don't, we won't be happy. Take it a step further. If you don't do that, if you are a person with something to share that's good, and I believe everyone has something, regardless of if you're a, a podcaster or a radio host or whatever, uh, you're doing people a disservice. 12-step groups, they talk about, you know, newcomers come in and they'll say, well, I don't want to talk because I'm new. I don't know anything yet. And some of the old timers will say, no, you better speak up because how dare you not share where, where you're at, what you're going through, because it takes me back. You can help me. And when you don't speak up, you're doing a disservice to me and others by not sharing what you know. So here's my question for you on this. I'm talking to Joel Mutre, it's the Empower Good podcast, Empower underscore good out on Instagram and power good podcast on Facebook. Here's the question. Here's something that I've personally struggled with in the age of technology and the internet and doing all of this and being on camera and putting yourself out there and your voice. You talk about selflessness. I agree with you hundred percent, but in the age of the internet, it seems to me like there's a lot of narcissism. There's vanity. There's, Hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. And when you're trying to do something good, which I believe you're doing, which I believe I'm doing, but there's some people that inevitably they're going to come out of the woodwork and they're going to say, well, you know, this is really all about you and, and this and that and the other, the haters, the critics, you know, those kinds of people. How do you balance it? How are you learning to balance that line between wanting to do something good, altruistic, sharing good, empowering people, self-development, et cetera, and, you know, building a, building a brand, building a business with you your face, your name, your identity, and sharing what you have to say, because there is a big piece of self in all of this as well. I mean, I'm talking to you right now because I want to share what you're doing, but I also want people to hear what I have to say because I believe I have an obligation to do that as well. So how do you balance that, Joel? You know, I'm so glad you brought this up because this is something that annoys me to death. When I'm on Instagram, when I'm on the internet and I'm communicating with people and there's this huge movement for self, 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 self. You know, I heard a video the other day, this girl was like, you know, it is, it's Valentine's Day. You know, we don't need nobody else. You know, take yourself out on a date. Give yourself a pedicure. You know, do this and that, you know, self and just sit there with yourself and love yourself. And, and I just kept on hearing the word self, self, self now. Let me balance that because, I mean, people maybe listening to this are going to be like, well, but I, I believe in that, you know, and this is the thing. I think that a balanced view of this, like what Empower Good and what, what I believe, I, of course, I believe taking care of yourself because this is the thing. You can't help others unless you take care of yourself. Now, there's an extreme. If you only like you slave yourself for other people, of course, you're not going to be around long term, both mentally, spiritually, physically, et cetera to help other people. I've had people that told me, it's like, I don't have time to go to the doctor to take this blood test to make sure I don't have this disease because I'm so busy with my nonprofit or whatever. And then there's people on the other side, it's just like, oh, it's just self, don't, don't, you know, zone out. And I had this guy the other day, he said, zone out every other voice except for yourself. And I'm like, holy moly, that is dangerous. I mean, yeah, from what I know, kidding. my own heart and my own mind can be very deceptive and very misleading and very deceiving at times, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, just think about it. When you're in love, for example, 
I mean, some people call it uh, hormones, some people call it infatuation, whatever. When you're falling in love with somebody, your brain is physically pumping out juices that literally cause you to actually help overlook mistakes so that you would be drawn to that person and then build a connection so that by the time the quote unquote honeymoon stage is over, then you'll actually have a connection, right? That's a that's a built in function to help bond people together. That's why, you know, you get those tinglings. That's why you get that feeling when you're around somebody you love, right? In the beginning. Now, check this out. But the thing is, if we just follow that, you know, like a lot of people make stupid decisions in relationships because they don't listen to the advice of other people. Just because you feel something does not mean that it's true. And that's what's so important to recognize. And so, yes, I believe in self-development. Yes, I believe in self-care. Yes, I believe, but it's the priorities. I'm getting that this selfless improvement. I'm becoming a better person. I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm reading books. Uh, going to school, I'm learning at work, I'm applying myself at work, I'm learning how to do this, I'm learning, I'm exercising, I'm spending time with my my family, and I'm doing all these different things, I'm eating right, so that I could be a one heck of a beasted up vehicle to like make a thorough impact on this world. That's a great And that's point. where it's at. And that is, and, that, and that's a good point. And you keep saying selfless, and I like that because I think that's really what the name of the game is. And, and some people miss that when they see people out there doing things like this, and they're just going to hate, and they're going to criticize, and they're going to do that. And there's nothing you can do about those people except to ignore them, move on, and do your thing. I reference 12-step groups a lot because I'm a person that in long-term recovery of uh, 15 years, and I and I talk about this a lot because I learned so much about myself doing that in this whole, this whole process. Yeah. But they talk in there about you got to give it away to keep it. It's a, it's a huge thing. You got to give it away. You give it away. You help someone else. You're selfless. But what you get on the back end, and I developed this concept called selfless selfishness, and I'm not afraid to say that mm-hmm. word. You give it away, you get something back in return. Um, you yep. learn from giving it to someone else. You learn back, and it helps you. And that's okay, because listen, we have to survive. I ask people all the time, I'll say in my speaking engagements and stuff, what's your favorite subject? And people naturally go to, I like math, I like history, I like English, or whatever, whatever. I say, those are all great answers, but what if I was to tell you that all those answers are wrong, they're incorrect? And everyone looks at me, I'm like, they're good answers, but they're not correct. You're interested in that. Your favorite subject is you. Your favorite subject is you. And that's not a negative thing. People immediately coil up. When I say that, I mean to say, we're thinking about ourselves and what we're doing, us and ours, more than we're not. I've got to go to work today. I've got to, I've got to pay the bills. I've got to have lunch. I've got to get my car fixed. I've got to go work out. I've got to talk to my wife, my girlfriend. I've got to pick up my kids. I've got to go here. I've got to go there. I've got to do this podcast with Tom. I've got to publish this thing, blah, 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 blah. We're thinking about that because it's survival, and we have to survive. But there's a balance. If it's all just for us, then we're missing the point. So I think that's a good distinction, and I'm glad you talked about it from that end, and, and I appreciate that. For 28, you've got a, a grip on things that is really refreshing, again, which is why I wanted to have you on this show, because we talk about sound matters, important things. We talk shift. I'm a big proponent of change. I believe I, there's a lot of people out there, Joel, in my view, they, they say, oh, I want to change the world. I want to change the world. But then they're averse to first looking at changing the things about themselves that need to be changed. Change yourself, then change the world. That's how we change the world. So on that note, my next question for you is, what's an area, and again, be as transparent as you're comfortable, but what's an area for you? that you know you need to work on? What's an area for you that you need to improve upon that's going to help you accomplish all the things that you want to do now and and going forward? You know, I'm uh, kind of glad that you asked that. I actually was in Las Vegas at a wedding uh, this last weekend. Somebody asked me to give a little talk on Friday night, and not at the wedding, but just as a, at a, a little organization. And I talked about this very topic, which is priorities. 
I actually have my priorities up on the board right here in my room. I think it's really fascinating. I think many times, and even talking about this whole self-care thing, I think we get it wrong. We, we sacrifice personal development. In my case, uh, I'm a Christian, so I spend time with God. We, we naturally sacrifice either our spirituality or self-care, our families and our personal physical health, mental and physical, on the altar of success. And we get it wrong. It's backwards. Have you ever heard of a CEO you know, becoming super successful, climbing the, the, uh, the corporate ladder? And then his kids are like 15 and 16 and he doesn't even know them. Or there's, you know, right, he wakes up one morning and his wife wants to divorce him. He's like, what in the world has happened? Or you heard people that are into ministry or nonprofits and then they wake up and their kids just run off and do whatever. And they're like, but I was serving other people. Yeah, I was making money. I was serving people, even doing good things, right? And here I am on Empower Good, doing great things. And I've realized that, you know what? Many times I fall for the temptation to sacrifice physical health and personal reflection for myself on the altar of, oh, I need to be busy. Even last night, and I'm being very vulnerable right now. Last night, I was like, oh, I gotta do one thing. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta set up an e-commerce store for my t-shirts, and I gotta, you know, schedule one more thing. And I was gonna, I gotta do this, and I gotta, you know, I also want to look at some of the people that I connect with, like you or other people that I, you know, so I want to like, go through their content on Instagram to like them, so you know, we can connect and do some networking. But I went to bed late, and then I woke up this morning, and I was tired. My room's a mess, you know. <laughs> I did all that. Now, this is the fascinating thing. When you don't go to school, for those of you in school and for those of you at work, when you don't go to like your regular work, what happens? You get fired. You lose your, you get your bad grades. You get expelled from school or whatever. Mm. When you don't exercise and when you don't spend time in personal reflection and meditation and, and, and growing and just like reflecting on life, journaling, whatever you like to do, go on walks, think about life, whatever it is. There is no immediate negative result. Like you don't drop over dead if you don't go on a run or exercise uh, one or two days, maybe in a couple weeks. Slowly but surely, when you become older, you will literally not be there. If you listen to, I think it's episode number three, I talked to Dr. David DeRose about that very thing. We think that we can get away with compromising in personal spirituality or reflection, physical health, and we neglect our relationships that matter the most. Mm -hmm on the altar of, oh, I just have to do one more thing. This is the thing. I subscribe that if you literally put personal reflection first, second, physical health, and third, family, and then work on your business or school or whatever, when you have time after that, Mm -hmm. you will be thoroughly successful long-term because you're actually gonna have long-term success instead of being burnt out. And by the way, I, I literally was burnt out like several years ago. I literally, my back went out. I was slightly depressed, super down, all because I wasn't eating right, I wasn't exercising, and I wasn't spending time in self-care. Mm-hmm. Literally, I know what it's like, and I'm only 28, and that was like when I was like 25 or 26. Mm-hmm. So it's really the priorities. You have to do the counterintuitive thing and put your success last, mm-hmm. and then you will automatically win long-term. So when you get out of balance, and I think that's a good point, we're talking to Joel Mutre, Empower Good Podcast, when you do get out of balance, and you said maybe you were feeling a little bit like that last night or this morning or whatever, and it will happen, undertaking what you're undertaking, lots of people start podcasts, Joel. Lots of people have grandiose ideas, um, and, and we start strong maybe sometimes, and then we, and there's a, there's a crest, and then we, maybe it fizzles out. You're talking about how to do it. So when, in your experience then, you know, that list you have, those priorities in that order, I love it. I think it's great. You've got success in your work as the fourth thing on your list there. So when you notice getting out of balance, beyond, I mean, you can look on your whiteboard, that's cool. A visualization, it's very important. That's a technique. What else can people do when they find themselves getting out of balance? Because if we're being honest, we all get out of balance. 
It will, come, it will come again and it will come again. So someone's listening to this going, that's what happens to me. I'm not healthy. I'm out of shape. I'm this, I'm that, I'm tired, I'm whatever. What can we do? What would you say to people that are struggling with this very thing right now? I would sit down and have a meeting with yourself and ask yourself, you know, and this, and by the way, those priorities came after just years and months of like reflection and thinking and asking myself like, man, how can I do things right? Like, is there a formula? And I mean, there's never really a formula. There is, but there's not. But what I would say, number one, obviously visualize it. Something that I've also done is uh, set boundaries for myself. Like, for example, one of my goals that I've been trying to implement for the longest time is after a certain time, because I'm a firm believer that the one thing that you could do to increase your effectiveness in life, because I, I feel like personal reflection happens the best in the morning. And a lot of times people exercise best in the morning. And of course, you got to realize if you're a morning or evening person, if you're like an EMT or like a doctor, like your schedules might be off a nurse or whatever. So you do whatever works best for you. But for me, like going to bed early is the key for me to waking up early. And when I wake up early, I can get a lot of things done. So when I do that, like I wanted to spend some time just kind of reflecting on life in the evening. And so what I've been trying to do is that at 9 p.m., after 9 p.m., all business is done. That's time for me to maybe just finish touching up my room, maybe spend some time with my roommates or family, call a family member, spend some time in personal reading, read whatever you want. Like, you know, the things that you've always wanted to do. And after 9 p.m., then until 10, and, and then by 10, the room's already kind of dim. The lights are going off. There's no cell phone screen glaring in my face seconds before I go to bed, which is, by the way, really bad for you. Very I'm bad. guilty of, Very right? Bad. And so, so like, that was just an idea that I had. Um, and just to, to really, like, do that. And then that'll, like, literally your day starts the night before. Okay. And that really right there set it off. And one other thing, I think you asked this, so kind of how do you stay on track? Yeah. You know? Consistency. Once, once, yeah, consistency. You know, you get off balance, sit down, have a meeting with yourself. Make some changes, maybe ask for accountability or whatever. Make some changes like I did I'm at 9 p.m., all business is done. After that, it's personal time, family time, whatever. This is something that I actually wrote a blog post about a couple months ago. It's how to stay on track with your goals. And this is something that I found. And, and the way I discovered this is when, when I was getting out of debt, I followed Dave Ramsey's program on how to get out of debt, the baby steps. Fascinating stuff. You guys have to check it out. But what I decided and what I realized was that there's two steps to staying on track to any goal. And the first one is feed the fire. Literally, when I was trying to get out of debt, I listened to money podcasts, debt, savings, budget, like I read books, I talked to my friends about it, like I literally gorded myself, I fed that fire, I was stoking the fire like crazy on the topic that I want to do. So if you're trying to be healthy, if you're trying to lose weight, if you're trying to, you know, get out of debt, whatever, if you're trying to start a podcast or YouTube, literally gorge yourself, stay inspired by feeding the fire and then number two fan the flame or rather you know light it light a candle and that's what i did start telling your friends and family like literally tell everybody about what you're what you're learning and by doing those two things which is by the way another example of the whole empower good thing you learn to share you learn to share and by the way it's going to help you long term yeah. You're going to stay on track if you learn something and then you share what you learn. And you share it and you said a key word a minute ago within all of that, accountability. It's a big one. I'm a notorious introvert and I can I can be out on an island and I'm very self-reliant and I can do a lot of things, and especially these days with the internet and all the information you need is out there. I don't need to ask anybody for help. Not true. Not true at all. Accountability is, hey, Joel, I'm struggling with this. Can you help me out? I want you to be aware of this. And if we have that kind of a relationship, we can check in with each other every now and again. You can ask me, hey, Tom, how's it going with that? And that's like, ooh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have to report bad news. So accountability is huge. Joel Mutre, thanks so much. A couple of other quick questions here. Just a couple of rapid fire things before we end this. So many things we can talk about. A lot of great stuff. Just one more time, the website, empowergood.org. It's Facebook, Empower Good Podcast, Empower underscore 
good out on Instagram. Great, great stuff. I'm looking forward to more episodes from you. Liked what I've heard so far a lot, which is why I'm having you on the show here. A couple of books recently that you've read, that you liked, that you'll recommend. Gary Vaynerchuk was mentioned in one of your other ones, so let's just assume that that's a given. There you go, crushing it. Gary's great. A couple other books that you're uh, currently consuming, books and or podcasts uh, that you want to throw out there. You mentioned Dave Ramsey, good stuff. What else you got? I would definitely, if you're not a Gary Vaynerchuk fan and you don't listen to him, uh, if you're trying to advance in the social media and the digital media range, you have to listen to him. I actually haven't read that book yet. It's still on my reading list. But by the way, Audible is the killer for me. Um, I'm really into being efficient with my time. And so when I drive, when I walk, when I exercise, I listen to audiobooks. A couple books that just really blew my mind is one called Contagious. And I can't remember the author. But it's about why things go viral. It's fascinating. So if anyone here has Ryan any, Holiday, Ryan Holiday, there you go. If anyone genius. is love that, genius, it was such a good book. Um, if if anyone is uh, into the kind of like business, just understanding like how things work when it comes to society and marketing and just business and and like even if you're not a business but you want to do a podcast, or, I just recommend it to everybody. It's fascinating, fascinating. Yeah. Okay. And because of that, I actually helped my company that I work for. We, did, we, we crushed it. We were the talk of the uh, trade show with our way of getting people to our booth because of that book. So nice. it's really awesome. A second book, I think it's called Better and Faster. If you Google Better and Faster, and also it's called, man, oh, Trend Hunter. So if you Google Trend Hunter and then find out who the CEO is, I forgot his name, Trend Hunter, that's the website. But his book is called Better and Faster. Okay. Fascinating about how to adapt to change in the market. It looks at how there's so many business opportunities, so many ways of getting a, getting ahead, not getting in the idea that you just observe and like just take in what the, what society and content is giving you, but mm-hmm. you start getting a critical eye so you actually watch how it's changing and becoming that like fly on the wall kind of with society. It's fascinating, fascinating, fascinating for That's business good. and for media. Good stuff. Joel, you're getting a lot more experienced than you've, in whatever you've done in the past and now with interviewing other people and talking to people, picking their brains. Here's a question for you. I love this question. If you were interviewing you, what would be your opening line of questioning? What would be your first, maybe second question that you would ask you? Because, you know, it's important to how you begin. If you were interviewing you, what would you ask? What would you want to know? That would be, a, you know, honestly, you put me on the spot here. You know, I'm really good at asking questions. I like interviewing people, but sometimes I ask questions that I don't even know myself. So, oh man, you got me on the spot. Okay, so let me think about it. I'm only asking you this because it was asked of me once and I had a similar response than you and I've been doing it ever since and you get good responses from people on it. Man, you're you're messed up, man. <laughs> you know, but I want to I want to give a good answer and so I got to think about it for a second. You know, what would I ask myself? You know, unless I was as self-aware as I am now, but asking myself a different version of myself, maybe a younger version, mm-hmm. I would ask myself, what is your talents? And what are you doing about sharing those talents? That, just thinking about it, it took me a second. And as I obviously am speaking right now, it's becoming more and more clear. But I think that's a really important thing to ask. And I think it's an important message for the listeners as well. What are you doing with what you have? I know in my life, I've become more self-aware that I have a lot of talents. And it's not just me. Everyone has talents. But I've never actually, you know what, that speech that I did last Friday, literally, I've never been more confident that it was going to be a rock and awesome presentation. And it's not because I'm cocky. It's because I've never been able to be more self-aware about the message that I was sharing. I was really confident. Like the me- I knew the message was going to rock because it rocked my world. And then also, I've just never been more blessed to be self-aware about my talents. 
of communicating. Now, I suck at other things, and that's really important to understand too. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, hey, Joel, what is your talent, and what are you doing to share uh, that talent? Because as you share, you get better, and it's just so much fun, so much fun. I would have actually started using my talents more intentionally younger had I known how awesome it is to to really hone in and grow and self-develop, et cetera. Very good. Yeah, good answer. See, and you know, pushing you to think about that for a second, that's a great opening question. What are your talents? By design to do that, when you throw people off guard a little bit sometimes in interviewing, I've found you get the sometimes you get the best stuff. You get the most honest stuff. Because let's face it, if one of your talents, Joel, and I believe that it is from what I've seen, not just today, but even before that, you're a great communicator. You, you speak well, you can think on the fly, you can ad lib, you have an... Obviously impact. not. You have an, well, to, <laughs> to an extent, this is coming from someone who has the same thing, but talented communicators also can be sometimes, and I'm saying this from my own perspective, can come off sometimes a little too rehearsed a little too perfect, and that can sometimes fall flat on people. I'm saying this because this is something that I've had challenges with myself. So it's a good point, you know, just something to think about as you go forward. And and I I think that's a great answer. What are your talents? What's something that people misunderstand about Joel Moutre? My good intentions. Um, I told this to my friend the other day. I said my voice, because I have a deep voice, and I've always wanted to do stuff like this. And I've always loved- You got a good radio voice. (laughs) <laughs> the radio was welcome everyone to the episode no i'm just kidding i you know it's funny how i literally thought about this the other day i told my buddy i said hey i just realized because when i really became self-aware about my voice i said just like my dad was a carpenter he had a hammer i said hey man the microphone is my hammer to my dad's hand like the microphone is is literally the hammer just like uh and, and it's to my mouth my voice is my hand uh, you know i'm not super good at fixing cars or you know doing all that kind of stuff but literally, and I became self, and I told my buddy, I was like, hey, man, my voice has always been my greatest asset and my greatest curse. I remember I getting you know, pulled out of class because the principal stuck their head in, made an announcement, and I asked too many questions, and I got pulled to the principal's office for talking too much <laughs> or whatever. you know. Sure. But it's crazy, though. Many times your, your greatest weakness uh, can also be your greatest strength. And so I think when it comes to just other things in life, I was just talking to my friends about this the other day. I've actually never, never had any haters when it comes to what I'm doing here with the Empower Good podcast and my thoughts and what I communicate on, you know, interviews like this, but just the other areas in my life, I just became really, I just all clicked the other day. I literally have haters and people who misunderstand me and I, I never do anything with the wrong intentions. I never want to hurt anybody, but people, you know, I can accidentally do that and, and it happens and misunderstandings happen. But if you know that what you're doing is right and not just based on yourself and your own feelings, because feelings can be deceiving, but if you know what you're doing is right, you have that gut feeling that you know, and you're comparing that and asking quality, trusted friends and mentors who also think that what you are doing is right, then it doesn't matter what other people say. And so I think the number one thing is being misunderstood. I know that I have good intentions and I have become self-aware that I did something that was wrong, but I didn't mean to do it. And that's the number one thing to realize. Very good. Yeah. Motives behind the actions is a a big thing. You know, what are your motives? Uh, Check your motives. If your motives are good, it's someone else's problem if they've got a problem with you. If you know your motives are good and they don't get it, that's their problem, not your problem. So that's a great answer. Very good. Excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Joel Moutre. It's the Empower Good podcast. I'm a fan, Joel. I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking some time talking with me today. We could continue this and maybe we will again as the podcast grows, evolves, develops which we talked about earlier. I think you're doing good stuff and I like that, which is why I reached out to you and said, hey, let's get you on this show. I didn't know you from Adam, but again, the beauty of the internet and the beauty of social media, we can come in contact with people in this capacity.
curiosity. I think it's great what you're doing. So what's the best way for people to get a hold of you, to reach you, so after they, they see this, they can come out and follow you and connect with you and all that out on the usual suspects? Empowergood.org. That's where we have the show notes, the episodes, and there's going to be a, a huge update here in a couple of weeks uh, with the whole revamp of the website. But where all the action, daily action, not only you know summaries from the podcast, but also just original motivational and educational content on the topic of sharing on the internet is at empower underscore good on Instagram. That's where stuff goes down daily. And of course, Facebook as well, but that's where the real action happens and we'll branch out from there. By the way, I, I want to have you on the podcast. So, Oh yeah. Hey, love to, love to. Anytime. You, you know how to reach me now. Um, I'd love to come on and talk about more of the stuff that I do, but I, I appreciate what you're doing. I really like your videos on Instagram. You know, I know Instagram right now limits to one minute or less, but that's okay. And you, you put these cool little short little clips out there and they're, they're motivational, they're inspirational, they're thematically congruent with what you're doing on Empower Good which again, after I watched a couple of those, I'm like, yeah, I got to have this guy on, on the Sound Matter show, on the Talk Shift show. So that's what we're doing here. So I really do appreciate that. So Joel Mutre, thank you so much for coming on the show. I think you're a great guest. It's a pleasure. I'll look forward to talking with you again soon. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. This is Sound Matters with Tom Liu. Visit us online at soundmatters.tv. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Empower Good Podcast Audio Vlog Edition. Super excited to hear what you have to think. Please let me know on Instagram at Empower underscore Good. Make sure also to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on the platform you're listening to. And finally, I know I promised last week that this week's episode was going to be with Isaac Wines with J-Dog and how he's helping veterans. But I promise you, though, it's coming soon. So stay tuned. Subscribe so you don't miss it.